0: She was allowed to get on him. Nobody else was. A mare who was very good about giving lessons and letting various people ride her was, when with her owner, as protective as a guard dog. If someone else, even someone she knew well, made what she considered a threatening move toward her human, she would put herself between them. If the other person persisted, the mare would show him with hooves and teeth that that was not on. Real life, real stories, real fantasy warhorses. There's another thing a warhorse does, too, that distinguishes him from the usual run of equines. A horse is a flight animal by nature. Predator threatens, he runs. But a warhorse is more likely to run toward the threat. There's a story told about the filming of the Disney movie The Miracle of the White Stallions. During one scene that required the horses to flee the bombing of Vienna, there was a problem. The first take or two, the horses shied and bolted as the director wanted them to. But after that, they had determined that the bombs were no threat and were refusing to react. The director had to get permission to shoot off blanks practically under the horse's feet in order to get usable footage. That's a war horse. Intensely focused on his rider, highly protective to the point of being willing to fight, and literally bomb-proof. It may be fantasy, but a myth it's not. I call this horse he, but is it always? Western cavalry warfare has a distinct male bias. No ancient Greek cavalryman or medieval knight would be caught dead on a mare, and more modern cavalry tended to favor the non-hormonal nature of the gelding. Mares have been derided as weak, inferior, emotional, overly hormonal, Pretty much anything a human woman has been accused of, mares have suffered from as well. And yet, travel east into the Arabian Desert or west into the North American Plains, and you find quite a different attitude. Among the Bedouin, mares were and still are most highly prized as war horses.